0: I'm Mike Taylor, and welcome to Episode 3 of Are You Done Yet? Today we have with us, as usual, Brian Quick. Hi, everybody. And we have special guest, Tad Haas with Edison 365. Hey, you guys. Brian, you want to kick us off today?
1: Episode 3, Are You Done Yet? Solving your work in project management challenges. And today we have a really special guest, Tad Haas. How you doing, Tad?
2: I'm doing very well out here in Seattle. It's been rainy for the last couple of days and the sun is starting to blink out. So we're pretty geeked about that.
1: (laughs) As you should be. So um, we've been working with Edison 365 for a number of years and uh, we all go way back in the project management space um, with our ties to Microsoft. And uh, it's been great, Um, hasn't, I mean like Innovative E, Edison 365 offer really innovative solutions to customers. Edison 365 is really a broad tool, and add-on to Office 365, and offers ideation, business case, and project management. How's it going over there, Ted?
2: Well, we've been very busy of late. Uh, and in fact, when you talk about the all-up suite, the way we like to think about it is really end-to-end transformation. Because as you know, everybody's busy trying to figure out how to react in this new world, you know, uh, and and they need a way to capture those great ideas, they need to take innovations and accelerate them quickly, you know, get through these processes and prove value in the project side. So for us, it's been great, it's been very, very busy.
1: Yeah, and we're always really excited to talk to customers about Edison 365, you know, as part of their journey to really improve their project management and work management best practices. Um, we've talked about it with uh, uh, two notable healthcare providers who are deployed on the tool. Um, we've got some really great deployment um, at the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Um, and there's some really other conversa- great other conversations that we've been having together. Um, and it's, uh, it's always exciting to introduce new tools, but you, get, you guys have been working on what's next at Edison 365 and really coming up with some innovative solutions.
2: Well, as a company that's pretty focused on innovation and what's next and helping our customers do that, we're always trying to push the envelope a little bit. And one of the most interesting things of late has been this concept of open innovation, which some people think of as the crowdsourcing notion, but it's quite a bit more than that, in so much that giving enterprises the ability to structure their portfolio of project opportunities, you know, innovations and all of that. But at the same time, getting ideas from their key stakeholders, from their business partners. And in the case of nonprofits that we've been working with their volunteers or schools. Mm-hmm. How do you go through and get students working in this? As you know, we've got a common customer in the education space, which is doing mm-hmm. amazing which is doing amazing things around project and portfolio management. But we've got other schools and people that we talk to that are really trying to figure out how to educate next, right? If you're one of the big companies that's got something online or colleges that have something online, you're good. But if you're that small university mm-hmm. or mostly on-prem, your world is changing super rapid today. <laughs> Overnight,
1: so, right? Jeez. Well, that's businesses
0: are.
2: Yep. You know, I got to say, I'm glad my kids are gone and off building their own careers now. I don't have them running around in the background here. Uh, But as we were talking about before we got started, I put my headset on because the kids right outside my office at home are playing (laughs) dodgeball. And so I can't imagine what it's like to be a teacher at home these days, let alone a big college trying to figure out what's next.
0: Yeah. and that's happening kind of across the board, right? I mean, all we're seeing it not just in the um, you know educational space and health and life sciences space, which are obviously have been very impacted by everything that's going on, but uh, we have a, a major distributor of wine and spirits and and their business, you know half of their business basically evaporated overnight with all the quarantining and you know all the bars and restaurants were closed, all the cruise ships, everything else, all So they really had to adjust very quickly to to the marketplace as well. And um, it's really a combination of having the tools in place from a, a project and process management perspective, but also people are now looking at that what's next and the innovation components and, and trying to do that. Um, but maybe you know, one of the things, maybe just step back a little bit just so people catch it here, is that what Edison has done that's really cool is we've been in the project, uh, the three of us have been in this space for a long time. Um, years ago, every time we went into an organization, there was – a common set of pr- challenges that organizations had a lot of times we'd come in and we were talking about doing something in the project management space they needed to do resource management or task management they needed a way to do better reporting visibility but always the conversation at some point always turned upstream to that and that's what you're talking about with that end right? to end right tad people would talk about this innovation um because at the end of the day ideas a new idea a new concept leads a project somehow right and there's gonna there's always a funnel you get a lot of ideas and then they kind of get baked down then they move into a process it becomes a little more formal than that probably where most organizations try to s- select those based on the value to the organization so there's like a business case a business justification those two pieces had in every organization i've ever dealt with up until recently and up until edison and there's a couple of the tools but those things were always being done ad hoc they were on spreadsheets mm-hmm. they were on emails everywhere they were in word documents powerpoints mm-hmm. sharepoint lists you know all over the board no consistency, um, no real solid process that you could define and use a tool to help um, organize and and maintain. So what Edison has done is really attack that space and done it on top of the 360 the office 365 and 365 platform which is becoming a ubiquitous service now in the cloud and even more so nowadays right i mean the, uh, the adoption of teams and these other things we've seen that explode with the current circumstances so everyone is really looking at better ways to do this and this is a solid foundational product to help move those things forward and then we haven't even talked about all the great stuff in the project space so i didn't want to steal your thunder there tad but i kind of wanted to let everybody know um, what attracted us at Innovative E, to Edison, I guess it was five years ago when we first started working together, was that they were really attacking the space and doing it very, very well. Um, a lot of partners had tried to build you know, kind of some small solutions out there, but I really think that Edison has the most robust, best of breed product on the 365 platform for these three areas, from id issue, business case and projects. So just wanted to kind of set the stage of what we were talking about when you were saying end-to-end there as well, and, and what the challenges are.
2: Cool, well, thank you. One of the things, uh, I'll tell a little bit of a story and then sort of tie it down to something that we've been promoting to help PMOs, since that's a big part of our shared audience. Uh, I was, I'm was, i a motorcyclist and I was out adventuring this weekend with a friend, very social distance, and he started telling me this story. Uh, he happens to be sea level at one of the major distilleries. And he was talking about the pace of change for distilleries. They run both, you know, commercial stuff where they sell product through liquor stores, et cetera, but they also have stores and they physically create product and sell them through there as well. And with COVID-19, they, like many other breweries or distilleries or whatever, had this big epiphany moment and said, hey, we can actually take this alcohol that we produce and turn it into hand sanitizer. Right. Can you imagine the velocity of innovation? Hey, I've got this idea of epiphany to, Oh my gosh, I have to deliver next week. Right (laughs) now in a lot of our corporate customers, that's a 18 month process as things sort of go through the funnel you blah 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 and ultimately come out as a new product right. and yet the acceleration that's created through this new world of work and the way that we're dealing with things has just accelerated that amazingly and so I tell the story because it was fun and to actually sit down and listen to him tell the story I'd seen some stuff online but to actually go look at it and and uh, all of that was pretty uh, pretty cool What's interesting interesting for the PMO, though, PMOs have been struggling kind of, you know, in the last three to five years, a little bit at times, to prove their value. And they've been stuck in this mode of report generators and status police. And, you know, there's all kinds of other negative connotations. Now, of course, the best PMOs are very busy showing the value of the portfolio, tying everything to strategy, accelerating Mm -hmm. delivery. And, and really up-leveling everything. But at Edison 365, uh, we just did a masterclass with the innovation leader team, and it was all about the innovation and portfolio management office, which is indeed the combination of the innovation teams and the PMO teams to accelerate value and get rid of that gap that's been there where we throw it over the fence right. and see what happens with delivery. So, been interesting.
1: So what's the difference really between, you talked a little bit about open innovation versus just innovation, product innovation. So open innovation, is that just putting it out to more people, more population?
2: Well, that's the first step. Uh, When most companies do product development or they're thinking about innovations, they start internally first. Right. A lot of of the pivot has been, how do I go external? Because that gets me closer to my customer. Mm -hmm. Surveys are one of the traditional ways to do it. People keeping track of net promoter scores or social media or all that kind of feedback those are there's lots of chatter there but this is a way where you open it up to your stakeholders whether they're customers investors universities think tanks anybody that's out in the open to contribute to your ideas and in in life sciences for example doctors are a great external source for ideas about new products that solve medical problems to deliver the outcomes that everyone is striving for.
1: Okay, interesting. So um, if you're out there and you have a spreadsheet, let's say, um, let's go out on a limb, Tad, and say that people are out there and they're managing ideation in a spreadsheet. I don't know is that if that's much of a reach. I don't know. Like, if But if you're out there and you're doing that, why is this better or different? What, and, and maybe we just show people like what's so great about this ideation platform that Edison 365 has created because my spreadsheet's fine. I like my spreadsheet, right? Um, it's colorful. It's, you know, it, it's something that I created. Why do I want to get away from that?
2: Well, I'm I'm chuckling and, and we all know this very well that that's in <laughs> fact the case, right? Everybody <laughs> is doing that. It's just par for the course it's just absolutely what happens and the other thing that comes up of course too is uh you know why not just use email
1: i mean oh yeah because spreadsheets and email are the way business gets done right or email spreadsheet about...
0: around <laughs> even better right yeah
2: right let's yeah. let's forward the attachment forward to forward the, the attachment, attachment to the forward the attachment who, knows, who yeah. knows where the right
0: version is right <laughs> yeah
2: oh, yeah no it's it's not it's There's really a better not, way there is a better way. And just as PMOs have discovered kind of a single version of the truth, people are now doing that again today around innovation, around product life cycles, and you know, getting things through the funnel uh, in a better way. And and I'm happy to show you guys a couple of things if you want me to do that. I
1: mean, let's just do it. Let's just show yeah. if, That'd if, be if great. the the you know the picture's worth a thousand words, how much is a demo worth?
2: All right, well, let's see here. Let's start in email, because this is where everybody starts their day, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, there you
2: go. I'm going to leave your picture down in the corner there, Brian, so we can have a little fun. Okay. You know, if, if we pop up email, of course, notification is one of the traditional things that we do. And so for Edison 365, we do a lot of email notification and in-app notification. So I always know somebody's been playing with my or looking at my content, but I can also go through to this point around open innovation where I have invited somebody to a challenge to go out and look at different pieces of content. Right. And so I go through, yeah. And so why not go through and say, Hey, let's go take a look at this and, and jump out to a site that lets me connect to an open innovation site where I can actually bring people into the party. To go through and let people sign in oh
1: that's nice so you're not really locking it down that way you can open this up to allow others outside your organization to contribute
2: well that's exactly correct and in fact that's the whole intent and doing it yeah. through us through a secure login by invitation only lets you control that uh, which is pretty important as well now people that are in life sciences or other locations They care a lot about IP or sort of legal things, what happens when you give me an idea. So we've already got things in position on the site so we can go through and do that. Mm. And so just like regular Edison 365, we can educate people with some different information that goes through these sliders. SharePoint users will recognize those things. And then what we start to do is break things into key business challenges or problems you're trying to solve like how do you make uh, construction more sustainable? Or how do you go through and make clinician productivity better? And these then are ways where you can go through and say, yep, I wanna make the world more sustainable. So I'm gonna go ahead and click on that. I can learn all about this idea. I can learn about the challenge. And then if I simply wanna come in and submit an idea, then I'm given the opportunity to do so. A Mm -hmm. super ultra simple form that you can change, new idea, and then drop in images or pick some, whatever you wanna go through and use. We're really people focused and very image conscious. So there's a lot of things that we pre-built into the software and that you can also build out and add on your own. You guys aren't here to watch me type, so I'll just put a few things in here. But like Word and everything else, you can get carried away in links and video and all that cool stuff. Attach files that might be that worksheet or the spreadsheet that are proof points. And then, of course, or link to flow or surveys, whatever you want to go through and do there. And mm. in, inside of about 20 seconds, I have submitted an idea. That's so really that's cool. it.
1: Yeah, that is really cool. So we, we actually were on a call this morning, um, Mike, with one of our healthcare customers that, mm-hmm. you know, they're in a position where they have to figure out how, how to test uh nursing home employees mandatorily now by the state um, mm-hmm. and they and they don't really know how to do it that would be i think that would be the perfect use case for this type of thing like how are we going to get that done putting it out there maybe to some nurses to some other folks in the healthcare field and challenging um, your employees or even your partners to submit ideas
0: right right
2: and this is exactly that kind of thing where you're going to frame it up within the context of your industry or the business problem
0: like mm-hmm. improving
2: clinician healthcare is always a big deal for hospitals mm-hmm. you know how do they go through and get ideas from people about you know doing this thing or doing that thing it might be helpful for doctors to go off and do this and someone mm-hmm. will submit that idea they'll drop in some graphics and benefits about it uh, okay we can ha- yeah, and so we can have a chat, and then everybody gets yeah. to know uh, what's going on, and we can rate and do all kinds of cool things with that.
1: That really makes it collaborative. But every idea is not a good idea, right, Ted? Or is? It?
2: <laughs> no, I think that's 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 probably true. And and You're ideas get
1: some real whoppers in there. I'll bet you know, like you know, improve employee pay. you
2: know. <laughs> Well, and that's the difference. while while Edison three sixty five can be that employee engagement tool mm-hmm. for the suggestion box in the old school way, today it's much more geared around uh, structured flow, where we put challenges in place that are business problems and mm-hmm. we seek ideas that we can get through this funnel that you see on the screen so I can know quickly which of my projects or which of my ideas are in the experimentation phase. And so I can pivot on those. I can look at which are the ones that we've dropped into backlog. I love those
1: Power BI visualization. This is really, this is like bringing the whole platform together right here because what you have is Edison 365, you know, ideas which is, you know, based on Office 365. And then you have it pulling into Power BI here with a great visualization. Um, It really does bring to get to life the power of the Microsoft platform.
2: Thanks. Well, everything we're doing is built on all things Microsoft. So that's definitely what we're doing here in terms of all of the Excel stuff. We, you know, we definitely take advantage of Teams and the way that you can go through and do that too. So there's a mm-hmm. ton of functionality built into it. It's
0: awesome. Yep. It makes yep. the product really extensible beyond it's very configurable already. Like all that stuff, you have all those phases and everything else are all configurable, right? Um, but you also then can extend the product with your own reporting structure. And we've helped customers do that as well. Um, you know, now that you can use Power BI, you've got the database back in. All three products give you that kind of capability, so it's awesome. Mike, that's exactly correct. Yep.
1: So it's like getting the right ideas in there, Tad, as opposed to just any old idea, um, and relating that to the strategy that your company is really um, being focusing on this year.
2: Well, and and what we've one of the things that tools can help do is they can make the process easier. I've been working with a bank uh, that's going throughout and has very elaborate spreadsheets for business case justification. <laughs> we've all, we've all seen those nasty things, right? How many tabs do you have that go through and do that? Yep. I mean, it, it can be crazy in terms of what it is you're trying to go through and track against and people get lost in the minutia instead of accelerating things through the process. And that's a really big deal. And so if you can get flow from capture the idea, justify the idea to do the idea or do the project to get business value out of it, you know, you'll be able to spend more time on your boat. Right, Mike?
0: That's right. Well, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, but you also get those that business value. There's in you and I have talked about this before in one of the uh, webinars we did on um, business case. Tad is that that process of being able to formalize that and have a workflow so that you can optimize that process. That value that you're going to receive out of it, you, you shorten that time frame. So the business is actually getting more value sooner by doing that. So it's actually creating more value because you're implementing it sooner in, in time.
2: and and to share my screen again I'll just uh, take advantage of the moment and show you a little bit about what you just brought up and this Uh, is what this is what we call the idea board
1: Wow that is that's really intuitive because I just automatically just see it and I understand it I mean I'm not sorting through data in a spreadsheet I mean I get it there's new ideas on the left um, awarded ideas on the right it just makes total sense to me
2: (laughs) And if Rory's idea is so amazing, I'm going to simply drag and drop Rory's idea over here to awarded, and we begin the next step. And that we can launch it off into DevOps if we're going to go build some stuff, you know, or, or do whatever we need to do in that. Now, the other part that's super cool here is that we've been looking at the internal ideas, but remember, we also want to bring in those external ideas that came in from the outside. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And so I've got a couple that are part of this challenge and I can bring them in and then start to do the same sort of measures and involving team members and all the rest Mm -hmm. of the stuff that I want to do with that.
1: I I like the way that's separated from the internal and external, because, you know, you want the external ideas, but it may you know, there may be tons of them in there and you want to triage them first that's pretty nice
0: yeah and and you also at that point that's when you get into like your systems and you, you like you said security and uh, information mm-hmm. protection ip all that kind of stuff so once you really start analyzing it you're now going to there's some stuff in there that external entities don't need to see or it would be inappropriate
2: yeah, exactly. And you nailed it. And where internally, if I decide I want to, you know, take Ivan and drop him onto my idea down here to help with. Careful, the that's water, your boss there, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he gets tired of my notifications <laughs> from these demos because I always pick on him. Probably any. has a rule. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, we've got the in-app notifications so he can go through and go to his personal page and turn those notifications on or off, which is pretty cool. Uh But that's part of the drag and drop. And the last thing I'll show here is just, you know, when we're trying to make decisions as a company, as as an executive team, as a PMO director, you know, whatever my role, somebody has to come in and start to evaluate how good are these ideas to your question. Right, right. And how do you do it today? We've got that super complicated spreadsheet is one of the ways that we do it. But at Edison, we believe in mm-hmm. simplifying things. So why not come in and say, you know, if I'm going to make things more sustainable, I really want to know what's their impact, you know, high or low. I might want to identify what the risk is on these things. And maybe I want to quickly go through and assess the cost without having to do a big honkin' spreadsheet, you know. And, oh, by the way, now being green makes me more revenue. And we think this is actually pretty achievable. When you follow the blue, you can see I've just gone through and ranked and scored this idea. This what project. A great interface. I
1: love this UI. I mean, it's just so easy to use. It's intuitive. Obviously, we're just dialing things up and down. It's happening in real time. Um, think of the amount of time people are spending in spreadsheets just doing, trying to emulate this, trying to get it right, um, and take everyone's input into account. Huge time saver here.
2: Good point. And in fact, one of the other cool things here is that if I click on Rory, since you guys are always working with people in Office 365, the cool part here is that I'm already connected inside. I can see a Rory's inactive. I could start a chat session with him if Mm -hmm. I wanted to talk about a question or dive into Delve and understand more about the documents or his expertise or work with Paloma. I know she's in Spain and she's doing lots of cool work Mm -hmm. there. It's just super, super interactive and really, really helpful.
1: You know, you bring up that that um, people are not co-located anymore. You, you know, some of us were in different offices or working from home before, but the 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 whole concept of the water cooler conversation is 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 gone. There's no water <laughs> cooler, right? Yeah. So how do we share ideas with each other? This is like the new water cooler.
2: When I talk to chief innovation officers, one of their big Challenges is always is how do they find their best innovators mm-hmm. and then, you know, bring them into the, uh, the lab, right? Bring them into the, the innovation hub or whatever they call their space. Mm. And, you know, we've been doing some work with one of the um, professional leagues in, in the sporting arena and they created, I forget what they call it now, but they created a physical space where they could bring players in to show how innovative they were being and, you know, if professional sports are worried about showing how innovative they are, you can imagine automotive and, you know, dr- drug manufacturers yeah. and everybody else are a little bit more worried about this, too. So this is a great way through the leaderboard to find your innovators.
1: Absolutely. Oh, yeah, very impressive.
2: Thanks. Very impressive.
1: Uh, Edison 65, it's how you do ideation and innovation in Office 365.
0: And that's just the very beginning of it. That's the first product of the suite. We talked a little bit about business case and, yes. and projects as well. Um, and what's really cool that we find some of our customers, like the Guthrie Clinic, um, they've uh, we've published a case study with those guys, and um, um, they're they're using all three products. So they start with the innovation piece and then they move it into business case. When they, they award one, it goes to business case. And then when that one is, if there's one that's awarded from business case, again, it's a funnel that continues, a funnel past the one that you showed that's just the ideation funnel, that that funnel continues all the way to projects and how many projects get done. And they track it all the way through end to end. So you have really that end to end solution um, really helps you can maintain that metadata all the way through it, which is great because then you're not rekeying data from ideas, you're not copying right. off a spreadsheet into a, another spreadsheet for a business case, into a project or project plan or some tool that you're using over here.
2: Well, and a big part of that is just again taking advantage of the Microsoft platform, the security, and you know all of that. And what we what we're working to do, what we have done, is create a user experience that's engaging. That's mobile, that's teams, that's browser, you know wherever you're working, that's how we're gonna meet you. And uh, that's that's worked out pretty well uh, in the innovation space. and of course, we're helping some of the best PMOs to deliver on those innovations uh, through the tools. So ha- you, yeah, definitely cool stuff there.
1: Definitely. So um, so Tad, I heard something um, hashtag shift hit the fan. <laughs> right so so customers that were using this stuff before the um, shift hit the fan and now um are re- reaping the benefits of that because they were organized because their data was centralized because they have reporting that shows ideas all the way through business case and projects and the rest of of us out there were probably still in spreadsheet land how can companies that um Missed it before. Really embrace this period of time, this downtime, to really bounce back better.
2: Well, that's. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because you know you talk about hashtag shift happens or hashtag <laughs> G, G, GSD is one of my favorite ones. Uh, I was on a call with this 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 uh, excellent consultant last night who was doing a whole talk around. Uh, you know, getting stuff done, GSD, right? And uh, really cool on that side. And as project that's manager, like no, I know, I, know, I know. It's it's, it's G rated, right? That's right, right. That's right. This is a family
0: podcast. Yeah, we
1: never really decided on the rating for the Are You Done Yet podcast, but yeah. it probably in somewhere in between PG and PG thirteen.
2: Well, <laughs> what what happened? You know, like. I counted today and we're day 64 here in terms of you know when we stopped working in the office on March 11th and all the side the sides of things that we've gone through now so far. And one of the early days on, I was talking to one of our cool customers in manufacturing and he made a statement to me that was really telling about the way corporates are thinking today that if we don't change now, if we don't do something different, If we don't innovate, shame on us. Yeah, It's it's like shame on us. The opportunity has never been better to do this. Absolutely, budgets got cut to the bone in some cases. Other people are still spending because their business is great. So obviously, each company has their own story. But if you can't move now or you can't sort of start the steps, then that's too bad. You know, software like this today or things you guys are doing with people around Office and Project Online and all this stuff, you know, it, it's it's easy to get started. Yes, there's devil in the details, but mm-hmm. man, you know, we can turn this stuff on super quickly. And, you know, if, if I'm given the ability to see my roadmap or my portfolio and then drill down and do something with it or know my, what my personal Kanban of activity is, then dang it, I really want to do that. And so that's what we've built in Edison 365 projects, for example, to help the PMO and to help the individual contributor.
1: Yeah, the tools have never been easier to get started. And so, but even though it seems like it's never a good time to invest in improving your process and your tools, it's never a good time until it's too late. Um, And so now's the time. Now's the time to take a look at those things. What are the things that worked? What are the things that didn't work? And really pinpoint on the value proposition? Is it the time spent? Is it that shuffling spreadsheets around an email is, is costing us time? Is it uh, that we're missing the right projects and that's costing us money? What are the things that you can key in on and create that business case, that benefit scenario? Do it because next time um, you're gonna be uh, unprepared, um, and, um, next time you won't be as
0: unprepared um, for, yeah. for a situations to change the way they did. Yeah, Brian, think, oh, go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. Um, I just wanted to add to that point. One of the key things that we keep hearing, and it was it was a theme that we had been hearing before every all that happened with the pandemic, was the business agility was much much more important than ever. The ability to turn mm-hmm. on a dime and be able to, you know, embrace a new regulation, embrace a new competitive threat in the marketplace, and, uh, whatever it was, allow people to work with different tools and bring them together now it's no longer an option it's become imperative these these companies these organizations are having to pivot um for their survival for the organizational survival in many cases we have some customers who unfortunately have gone into you know um you know bankruptcy protection um hopefully they'll come out of it and everything will be fine we have some customers like you said that are still doing very well because they're maybe in the the health services or other types of services or or, um, software or whatever that's doing well but the ability to pivot is is really important so it's it's not just now it's building that ability in and the customers that we have and we were just talking to one collect and it's a, a common customer of ours had big health and life sciences uh, company and um they installed um project and they um, layered on edison projects with data store uh, a couple years ago and and the quote that they told us is if they hadn't had that in place when they had to send everybody home because they were a, pretty much working in the office, they had 1,500 people they had to send home. Yeah. If they didn't have those tools already in place, they would not have been able to pivot and run some large-scale projects that needed to be done to do that while simultaneously still executing on the projects that they had to – they still had a lot of stuff to get done. And these are these are things – these are projects that – this does mean it is life and death. I mean they're doing things that help you know, deliver – Health to healthcare to people, so um, it's really important stuff. And and they were already in a position to do it. So like you said, if if your organization is not in that position, if you don't have the tools and, and processes to do it, then now's the time to, to look at it.
2: Yeah, definitely. But and and I agree. And standing up trials, getting started, doing the deal, you know, moving is the right thing to do. There, I was having a conversation earlier today about uh, fear of uh, fomad. You guys ever heard of FOMAD, Mm -hmm. fear of making a decision? You're real
1: big on the acronyms, Ted. I'm not (laughs) not a big acronym guy. We're throwing a lot out there. Maybe we should, when we edit this and bring it back, we should just post them up there in CGI.
2: (laughs) Right. I'm well, go, look, <laughs> go, go 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 to Google and type up FOMAD and then you'll okay. see these license plates that come up. And uh, I know an innovator has done a really cool paper on the topic. And I almost did my LinkedIn post today, thinking Thursday around it, but I decided I wanted to get motivated instead, so I, I did something different. Uh, but I wanted to pause, based off what you said, Mike, because absolutely, you have to get going if you haven't started. And we you know, just go look at the uh, Fortune 500 and what's happened to them in the last five or 10 years. But let's be real. A lot of companies are stuck in, not stuck, are, are in a conservative way. Their budgets are constrained. They're dealing with the real world. So Brian, when you and I used to work at Microsoft, one of the things that I respected most was your ability to go through and analyze this situation. You started to bring it up. What cost savings am I getting by doing this thing? What opportunity cost am I missing or opportunity dollars am I missing because I can't pivot and work remote all of a sudden? Right. You know, what's the real cost of doing nothing? I call it Connie to keep going on the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> <That's another laughs> you know, yeah. Cost cost of not implementing or cost of doing nothing, right? Whatever you want to call it. Right. There's always those costs. And if you can dollarize those and be sensible about it, you can quickly prove to executives that, hey, we're we're not making a good decision by doing nothing. Let me show you why.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. It's about taking the time to make the case. And some of us have more time now than we did before and we're we're able to kind of get a perspective, take a step back and say what were we doing? What worked? What didn't work? Um and and really do a better job Um, and and come out and bounce back better, as we said before, of of what can we do to improve our processes. And there's tools like that, that we can help you with uh, implementing that are out there.
2: Yeah, the the, uh, build back better is one of the conversation threads I've been starting to hear. And because we've done a fair amount of work globally in the construction space, we've been helping a consortium in the UK around that notion of build back better. And what they're doing with uh, key builders and, you know, uh, construction associations and the way that they're doing that, and then how we're helping them from a software way to work better together. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's helping them build back better in the construction sense. But, uh, you know, everybody wants to do that. and They want to take advantage of it.
1: Oh, That's great. So one of the things we talk about with Office 365 and Edison 365 is the tight integration there with the two products. Like you don't even really understand or know when you're leaving one or the other. It's just really one experience for customers. But really another thing that Edison 365 leverages is Microsoft Azure Cloud. So, and that's because it hosts the data, the ancillary data that runs all of these additional experiences in an Azure SQL database, um, and it makes that available to Power BI. So, if you're um, a Microsoft uh, customer, and you're already using Azure, this is a continuation of that. If you're thinking about going to Azure, this is a great way to kind of take a step in.
2: What Good point. And in fact, because we use Azure, it's we use actually just very small SQL Azure. The data sets aren't particularly large, so it's super easy and very low cost to get started if you're not doing it yet. But that thing I showed you about gamification where we were looking mm-hmm. at the leaderboard or open innovation, all of those things are hosted out in Azure SQL. And so easy to get started, same authentication, and uh, you're absolutely right. Yep, yeah, that's so that's true. a
1: really that's a really good pro for the for the platform. Well, it's been um, a really great ride with you guys. I mean, we continue to have really innovative discussions about uh, Edison 365 um, on the Microsoft platform with our customers. Um, thanks for doing what you do, Tad, and and thanks for the great insights today.
2: Well, thank you, Mike, Brian. It's really been great. And I look forward to the next time we get to talk about these things. You know, we'll spend uh, more time talking about boats and, you know, <laughs> uh, other fun stuff like that too. Because right. I, I know you guys work hard and play hard. And well, that's, I, pre- you know, that's Mike spends important. a
1: lot of really quality time on his boat. And I had the pleasure <laughs> recently to do that. But I heard your time on your boat is not, is not really what you consider quality time. Is that is that true?
2: You had to bring that up. I have two two stories about boats. The first time, you thought I would have learned my lesson after that. My dad sold me a bass fishing boat when I lived in Texas. And uh, then here in Seattle, of course, we have great sailing in the Puget Sound and beautiful wind. And man, it's amazing. And I got my sailing certification. I thought, I'll go buy a sailboat. Oh, Dude, it's so classic. The day you buy it, and the day you sell it. Those are the two happy days. days. (laughs) So So true. Yeah, but Mike, when you did your boat, the first boat videos you did in lockdown, I was just like, man, that is creative, interesting, and way fun. So, yeah, do some more.
0: I will. will. Do do some It was fun. And then you got to get out here and we'll uh, we'll take a cruise and have a a cigar. Sounds good. Thanks, guys.
1: Well, thanks, um, Ted. That's been another episode, episode three. Um, of are you done yet? And we're never quite done in work and project management. So have a great day, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Till next time.
2: Virtual great. high five, guys. Cheers. High five.
1: Great. <laughs> Thanks.
2: Thanks. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. Mm-hmm.